Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. We continue our conversation with Aaron J. Anderson, a very talented director of photography, travel photographer. He's done work in uh, corporate shoots, sports, short films, music videos, documentaries, all kinds of great projects. Welcome back to the conversation. Thank you. Glad to be here. I have a, a philosophical question for you, and it, it's, yeah. uh, it, it's what drives me nuts. In fact, we have some great friends that were here today, and I, I had another staff a person, a pastor, asked me out of the blue, um, well, please, Craig, can you tell us what camera our church should buy? We want to yeah. go, we're using a cell phone and we want to graduate up. We want to upgrade to uh, a video camera. What can you suggest? And it, I have to tell my audience, this drives me absolutely nuts. Uh, mm-hmm. And the reason it drives me nuts is because very rare, in fact, it's, it's almost hardly ever happened. Uh, the pastor or the staff member uh, or the media person won't, won't answer my question of what are you going to do with it? Well, we're, we're going to just do the live service. Okay, I got that. What, what do you really want to do? What, what stories are you going to tell? No answer. Um, is, is, could you use this for music videos? No answer. Um, how about documentaries, profiles? No answer. And then they'll come back with, we just want to know what camera you suggest because you're the professional. <laughs> what camera should we buy? And so uh, today I just had had enough of it. And, uh, and not only that, they won't bring Aaron or Craig out to their country mm-hmm. or their, their city or their church or region or state to teach you, uh, teach your volunteers how to do much more uh, competent. Uh, it doesn't have to be professional, but it should be good and a good quality of uh, covering both live action, multi-camera, but also single camera and maybe two camera interviews and such. You won't, you won't spend the money on that, but you'll spend $90,000 on equipment and then expect uh, volunteers with no training to be able to run that, uh, that equipment really, really well. So the answer to the guy today is I wrote back to him, please go buy to, to purchase a red Epic Dragon camera. And he goes, great, I'm going to go check it out. And, and, and down the road he went. And he's off in another country. I hope you don't get mad at me, um, uh, my friend in another country. But that ca- the camera that I suggested, and Aaron knows exactly, is an $80,000 camera. And that is just for the box of the camera. It does not include the lens. Well, it might be ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 for the lens, depending on mm. which one you get. And then all the monitors and such. You, you could easily be out $100,000 yep. on that camera. So I did it as a bit of a tease, and I probably should repent to Jesus about all that. <laughs> but I just thought, he, all he wants is an answer, then he's going to go run away. And he's going to come back to me in a day or two, Aaron. And he's mm-hmm. going to say, I didn't mean the expensive camera. And, then, yeah, yeah. and we'll come back to that. But my question is this. My question is this. Why is it that churches and pastors and staff are so, uh, they have such a romance with equipment? What, why do you think that is? Well, my pastor did it right. He asked someone in the audience 
10 years ago when I joined their services and said, does anybody in here know how to work a video camera? So they did it right. And they, and I was in the right place at the right time. You know, Hey, I know photography, but I can transfer that over to video. And that's what I did. So they did it right. And they, they left it in my hands because I already knew what they wanted. They said they wanted to film the sermon and that was it. We ended up using that for short films. And that's how I started getting into my films. If you want to go into that later, but, um, why they want the gear and why they're romanticized about it is just because of what I just told you and what happened to my YouTube channel that I'm a little unhappy with. And that is, and what's conflicted me is the camera manufacturers probably about 10 years ago, uh, just started coming out with multiple cameras at the same time, uh, leaving people bewildered on, do I spend the, the 200 extra dollars for that feature? Or do I save the $200 and get their lesser model that has the same body, but this one has 60p 4K and this one has 30p 4K? I don't know what to do. Let me go to YouTube and find out. And YouTube has turned into a big, uh, a big collaborate of, if that's the, how you say the word, of just gear reviews. And people get so overwhelmed with the manufacturers putting out so many cameras so quick that they go to YouTube and they see... A, a YouTuber has, let's say, 100,000 subscribers, and he's talked about, you know, do you get the Fuji camera or do you get the Sony camera? And so they go, well, this guy must know what he's talking about because look at all the subscribers he's got. But, man, a lot of these YouTubers, that's all they do is gear reviews. They, I'm not bagging anybody by, by any means. I'm just saying this is what I see, and they don't have any history of production at all. I mean, they don't even – Say they do, they, yeah, so, so they're not Aaron, like they're lying. If, okay, so Aaron, let, let's, let me take a little right turn on that. If, yeah. if these people are doing gear reviews, but they are not uh, professional, legitimate DPs, director of photographer, uh, photography or cinematographers, mm -hmm. then all they're doing is giving you opinions as opposed to having the talent, experience, and, and depth of, uh, of understanding of how to use cameras to give you a solid opinion based on experience. Wouldn't that be right? Well, they're giving you their, well, for one, the manufacturers do not care about the professional who's really good. I do a live show every Tuesday uh, on David Ostler's um, YouTube channel. And we both are professional. He's a professional photographer. I'm kind of both. And we talk about this all the time that the camera manufacturers never come to me and him say, hey, how about you, you know, review this camera? They always go to the people that have eyeballs on their channel. So if someone that has no experience just worked their way up uh, of doing, you know, good creative content of YouTuber stuff, vlogging and all that stuff, and they get, you know, they maybe buy two cameras and they review them and they do a good job and they start getting this following. So they don't have, most of them, there's some of them, of course, that have like Philip Bloom. He's got tons of experience and he does tons of reviews. So He's a person I would go to and probably believe what he says about a certain camera. But most of the people uh, get this following and then Sony and Nikon and Fuji and Panasonic go, wow, give that guy a camera. He's going to sell us a lot of cameras. So they become real knowledgeable in reading specs and watching other people's YouTube about all the specs and just regurgitating that. And that's basically what it become. I mean, that's just yeah. dead honest and people might not like me for that, but that is the truth. I mean, it's just so funny. So the, your question that why does the church, you know, care about gear is because that's what YouTube has become and online forums where 
the, the, the art of photography, whether this is video or photography, so if I ever say photography, I mean both, the art of photography has been, uh, there's only a few that's really doing those channels or, or, or vlogs and stuff because everybody has been pushed by the manufacturers and the big, wow, this guy's got 100 subscribers on YouTube and he's uh, verses and verses of this and that. And so everybody starts fantasizing about the, the gear and not the actual art or technique it is to, to get a good portfolio and to get work and all that stuff. So does that answer your question? If not, let me know. Yeah, no, in, in a way it does. I want to, I would come at it with another approach. And I think this is what I was really getting at is that when I worked on in the secular world doing projects, we hardly ever talked about gear. It just equipment was, we would go get the best equipment we could rent or we would hire people that had gear as part of their package. They came as a DP or camera operator with a package of gear, make one phone call or a few phone calls. You got what you need. You shoot the mm -hmm. project and you hand back the gear or the DP camera person or, or um, camera house takes the gear back. Uh, and we, we spent, you know, all of our time trying to create the best television program and project we possibly could to get the best story covered as best we, we could. With churches, and this is where they're going to run me out of town or drive yeah. me to the air airport and shoot me as far away as possible, I believe with churches is that they don't know anything other than gear. And That's they with can, everybody today. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe so. They can point at gear and say, look at the new XYZ camera that we bought. Isn't that cool? But just because you have an XYZ camera from Japan that's absolutely wonderful doesn't mean you know how to use it and you don't know how to tell a story with it or cover an event. Tell a story or cover an event uh, or a performance, whatever it mm -hmm. might be. And I know of a church in, in Portland, Oregon that spent $90,000 on gear and no one knew how to run it. I just heard about yeah. a church in Fort Lauderdale, Florida that bought a camera that was wrong for what they wanted to use it for with the wrong lens. Mm -hmm. Now both of those churches have spent all that money and they're stuck. What I'm saying is if, if pastors and leaders would spend a little bit more time on learning the art and the craft, I love that term, the craft of media, mm -hmm. then they wouldn't be fixated on cameras. They'd be more fixated on how can I tell the greatest story ever told to a lost, unreached world, and how can this gear and media help me achieve that? That's what I'm trying to get at. Am I making any sense and, to you? And well, that's exactly what I said because those people that are running the church are doing the same thing. They're watching the same YouTube videos that we're all watching of the of the same people given all the specs on cameras. And I mean, you know, when I when I work. Sometimes I'll meet up with other photographers that are doing the same event. I, sometimes I do uh, model runway shoots and someone might know me some or not, or we'll just start talking. A lot of people will see a technique or I'm doing that. I'm, I'm big on uh, the approach of minimalization. I have very little gear. So that brings attention to a lot of people that have like all these belts and five cameras hanging from them. And they're like, how's that guy doing all this with just two lenses and one camera? What? So they come and talk to me and it's funny they come talk to me, but you know what? We, these working photographers almost never talk about the gear. I might, you know, they might come talk to me like, Oh, that's all you're using. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're just talking about photography and the art, just like you just said. So the real photographers aren't talking about gear, but it just so happens that YouTube is popular 
and Facebook is popular and Instagram is popular. And these are the places where people are talking about the gear. So the people that you're talking about in the church are watching the same YouTube that everybody else is using, uh, talking about, and they're not, they're not in or around the real working people. I know people like most people here in Puerto Rico, like most photographers, they don't have YouTube channels and they're still using, uh, Canon 5D Mark III's or twos, which are like years old because they don't need to upgrade. They're not in that, that gear lust that everybody else has become because of the manufacturers pushing gear on the YouTubers and they're, that, that's the bottom line. So the church people are watching the same YouTube that everybody else is watching and they just don't know the importance. I hear it all the time, just like you, what camera should I get? Huh, let me tell you how many times I probably get that a day. I have, I mean, you know, if you, you put all my views together, it's hundreds of thousands of views, you know. So I get that all the time, all the day, or what lens should I use? So people just are just fascinated with gear now, and it really kind of saddens me. So yeah, they don't care about the learning of, of just what you said. We're kind of saying the same thing. It's just your question is, why don't they want to learn? It's because they're watching the same YouTube that everybody else is watching. And YouTube will push with their algorithms the people who are getting more views and who's getting more views are the people who uh, the manufacturers give cameras to for free to try out for a week. And then they do a view like their masters or, or something of this gear. So that's your answer. It's YouTube algorithms pushing the gear to the top and through the manufacturers and all that stuff and not the learning, you know, there's a guy called Ted Forbes. He does a really, he, he started out like maybe 11 years ago on YouTube, Ted Forbes, his YouTube channel is Art of Photography. And when he first started, he talked everything about the art of photography. He would mention a certain photographer and really go in depth about that photographer, the technique and all this stuff, and never once have ever heard him talk about any gear. But recently, I seen people commenting, this is maybe years ago now, he started doing gear reviews. And I remember him saying, Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do to survive in YouTube because a lot of YouTubers, that's all they do now and that's their sole income or they have sponsors within YouTube, but YouTube is their backbone of financial gain. So somewhere along the line, the YouTubers say, man, this, I have to make this work. So they're going to do what the people want and that's gear, gear, gear. So unfortunately. Great conversation with Aaron J. Anderson, DP. We are going to continue this conversation in the next episode. Hope you join us. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.